One thing I think we can all relate to is the fact that parents are finding the lockdown hard because we're back to homeschooling. And let's face it, after the first lockdown and the homeschooling we had to do there, everyone was, was sort of dreading it. When they, everyone, let's face it, everyone's dreading it. But you know, the thing is, there is nothing to dread. Homeschooling, it's absolutely, there's no problem. It's no problem. It's easy. All these people, you know, Facebook, my Facebook feed, it's, it's just full of people moaning about kids and homeschooling and all that sort of stuff. And you know what? There's absolutely nothing. Daddy, to, to, can you please check my... Will you sh Just shut up, Jesus! You know, and I think um, just, you know, you've just got to learn, haven't you, just to share the space and... You know, just engage with their, Daddy, their schoolwork. I haven't had any breakfast and it's 11 o'clock. And they, you know, and they, they do, they, they do surprise you. Is that, um, is that a Nerf gun, by the way? Because that... Bye, partner! And that will be the end of today's show. Goodbye, everybody. You are listening to Lockdown Lemonade, a show all about the brightest side of the coronavirus lockdown with my dad. My dad is unconscious right now because I shot him in the face with a Nerf gun and he fell off his chair. They say when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. But I say when your parents give you a Nerf gun, then you turn on them. You know, uh, sometimes I think, uh, you know, our children can teach us all a very valuable lesson. And also, I'd just like to thank the uh, East of England Ambulance Service for uh, an incredibly fast um, response time. Uh, because actually, <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't, uh, I, I, I was unconscious, uh, but it was um, a coma. I was in a coma, Adam. And Daddy's very cross. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, my son Adam there, thank you, thank you. Uh, it's, his, it's his birthday this week. Anyway, look, moving on, moving on. Uh, this week I am getting an accent lesson. Yes, I'm being taught how to do a Northern Irish accent by uh, voice actor, by star of the radio, star of hundreds of audiobooks, star uh, of films and TV, Madeline Broly. She is going to be giving me some voice coaching lessons and seeing if I can do a decent uh, version of Liam Neeson from Taken. But before we get to that, uh, if you've been homeschooling all week, then you probably need a drink. Uh, you probably need some dinner and something to read. So that's where the Lockdown Lemonade contributors come in. Over to you. Uh, ladies, is that... Am I gendering it? I didn't mean to gender... Is that okay? Can I say that? Can I say that? Hello, fellow Lockdown Lemonade listeners. Lainey Bertino here, Andrew's token American friend. And last week, I shared my favorite cocktail with you. So this week, I'm going to share my favorite libation. And just for fun, we'll whip it into a cocktail, even though it's really best served neat. Fernet Branca. It's a life changer. Or... You'll hate it, in which case your life won't be changed at all. Do not be tempted to call it Frenet Branca. It's not French, and that is very irritating. It is a 275-year-old Italian digestivo, meaning it is intended to aid digestion after a meal. 
In fact, it was originally sold as a medicinal product, not as a beverage. Just like Coca-Cola when it contained real cocaine. But that's another story. It's made of a secret formula from 27 herbs, and only the reigning Bronca patriarch, who is president of the Fratella Bronca Distillery, knows the formula. It has been passed down from generation to generation with only one person knowing the formula in their lifetime. Personally, I can only hope that the current Bronca patriarch has written it down in a safe somewhere in the untimely event of his death. For Net is, admittedly, an acquired taste. As I alluded to before, either you acquire that taste and love it, or you simply hate it. It's kind of like an herby molasses with a lot of heat. In fact, Fernet is 39% alcohol, which is about 80 proof. Unlike other digestivos, which average about 15% alcohol, Fernet is on par with proper spirits like brandy, rum, vodka, and whiskey. Given its unique bitter flavor, you would think that would mean you would drink less of it. But if you become addicted to the flavor and the benefit, as I have and so many people before me, you'll end up drinking half a bottle in a go and not bat an eye. In 1907, Fratella Branca began distributing Fernet to Argentina, where there was a huge Italian immigrant population due mainly to the economic crisis in Italy at that time, as an effect of the unification of Italian states into one nation. Now Fernet is so popular in Argentina that it accounts for 75% of Fernet consumed worldwide. In the United States, Fernet has a cult following in the bar and restaurant industry, or at least what will be left of it after COVID. After a long day of tasting and smelling flavors, chefs and bartenders appreciate the palate and belly cleansing properties of Fernet. In fact, it is referred to as the bartender's handshake, as it is often served gratis to industry workers after hours. Even Bill Cosby, God rest his lecherous soul, famously did a routine about Fernet Branca in 1973. He described at length how Fernet saved him in Italy from an inadvertently ordered meal of barbecued sparrow. Whole sparrow. Eaten whole. But I digress. As I mentioned previously, Fernet is best enjoyed neat after a meal. But if you'd like to make it into a cocktail... I suggest the unofficial drink of Argentina, Fernet con cola. Simply mix Fernet and Coca-Cola over ice. Salute. Hi, Bubble Buddy. It's me. That you no longer live down the lane from, because that's right, you moved away. Um, so I thought I'd send you another recipe um, from the 1940s economical cookery book, because um, I thought it might help some of your listeners, because it helps me. Um, especially at the moment, with everyone stuck in their houses, um, but especially for me because my car has broken down and living on a farm in the middle of nowhere proves a little bit more difficult to get supplies. So let's just say um, I might have put on a bit of camouflage gear and, you know, did what I had to do. So anyway, today 
is mock turtle soup, thick in brackets. What you will need is half a calf's head. You know, you did hear that right, half a calf's head. Three, I don't know what you do with the other half. No. Three quarts of stock, one large onion, carrot and turnip, half a head of celery, bunch of herbs, three cloves, small piece of mace, quarter pound of lean beef pieces, one to two ounces of dripping or margarine, one and a half ounce of flour and pepper and salt to season. Here we go. Cut the head in two and wash well. Well, you wouldn't want a dirty calf's head, would you? Put into a saucepan, cover with water and bring to the boil. Reject this water. Okay, cut the meat off the head and break the bones into one or two pieces. Oh, I mean, it's sounding delicious. I don't know about you guys, I can't wait to eat this. Melt some of the dripping in a saucepan and fry the sliced vegetables until well brown. Then remove from the saucepan and fry the minced beef. If necessary, adding a little bit more fat. Remove the beef and stir in the flour. Continue to cook until it is also brown. Add the stock, the calf's head and flesh. The fried beef, fried vegetables, pepper, salt and herbs. Then you want to simmer it for four hours. Then strain. That's very important. When the soup is quite cold, remove any fat which may be on top <laughs> and reboil before serving. Well, there we go. Another delicious recipe from the 1940s economical cookery. Enjoy everyone. Take care. Good afternoon, lockdown lemonaders. Is that a thing? I don't know, but maybe it is now. Um, it's Jill and I'm bringing you another book review. So I have just finished The Binding by Bridget Collins. And this was a village book club choice um, from my book club in the village. Um, so it wouldn't be something I would perhaps normally pick, but um, it was it's probably worth um worth a read i think so this book is as i said is by bridget collins she is actually a very experienced young adult author but this book is her first adult book you can actually tell she's a young adult writer um just by the style of it which i mean i love young adult stuff so for me it was you know no no brainer i was gonna love it um so let me tell you a little bit about the plot so the main character is a young man and we find we get introduced to him when he's very young he becomes apprentice to a bookbinder and it's quite it's set in kind of a victorian style um time but it is also quite sort of mis magical mysterious um as well so it is, it is fantasy um but um he he experiences um some traumatic experiences and in this in this world if you have a traumatic experience they can be 
kind of pulled out of you and put into books um, and your memories can be erased. And in this particular story, the, this um, erasing of, of traumatic memories is used by unscrupulous employers and, and parents and people in society to uh, manage the people around them, which I found was quite, a, I thought that was really fascinating and I, I quite put a very clever uh, use of this this um, aspect of the book really it is also a love story it's a mystery and it's as I said it's fantasy and historical fiction all wrapped into one Um, so we at book club discussed what we thought about this and it was really interesting because everybody more or less said the same thing they said they found it really difficult up to page 150 and then after that it gets better and they were all really glad they persisted so if you're going to read it make sure you skim read the first little bit and then get into the story and then it will really come alive um so that's a, a thumbs up from me Um, As I said last time, I am trying to compare the books that I review to a great biscuit or a cake. And in this particular genre, I decided that this would, if this book were a cake, it would be like the reimagining of an old favourite on one of the weird and wonderful creations you get on the Great British Bake Off, where you go, oh, I really love that. Well, let me just see, you know, what on earth they're going to create this time. And, And that's how it feels. It just feels like it was sort of something old reimagined and made into something quite uh, deliciously new so that is the review of the binding by bridget collins i look forward to doing you another review soon and please send us your book reviews if you've got any takes take care bye Uh, thanks to uh, my BFF in America, Lenny Bertino, the Queen of VR at uh, Verizon. Uh, and uh, also to Debbie Locke, Debbie at LittleBarnCakes.com, the award-winning cake designer. And Jill Harrison, special needs teacher and runner of Book Club in Northampton. Uh, more from Jill next week. And also, some of you might be wondering what happened to Lua Cooper. You remember Lua, who was, uh, you know, always giving dating advice and you know, stuff. Well, you know, she's going to be back soon. But I, I also wondered what happened to her. And then she left me this message. New voice messages. Hey Andrew, just a quick call to say, uh, really sorry I haven't been in touch this week or last week or the week before that or the week before that. Um, I know you're expecting a piece from me for the lockdown lemonade. Promise to uh, to get some exciting stuff for you for next week, but. I guess a quick update on the big seduction that I was planning before Christmas. Well, unfortunately, he actually tried to kiss me first before I could even engage in my big fabulous plan. And it kind of ruined it, you know, took all the excitement away. So, yeah, I guess I'm not that into him anymore. It's an unfortunate situation. Thank you, next. Anyway, I will speak to you next week. Bye. The problem with accents is, is that everyone secretly thinks they're quite good at them. I certainly did uh, until we did our, our podcast together, Madeline. And I saw the look on your face uh, <laughs> as I did my. Oh well, you see, Father, uh, the, the 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 trouble is, uh, I, I've had an argument with a man, and I think I killed him.
And that was very good. Was that okay? Was that okay? That was really good. Yeah, yeah but that's if they can lie. see your face, they know you're lying. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm actually, that's really good. That's an excellent Southern Irish accent. That liar is uh, Madeline Brolly, who is a star of stage and screen and of audiobook. She's a voice actress, a voice coach, a radio actress. She's done it uh, for years. She's awesome, and she's a friend of mine. And she's given me a free acting lesson, so I, I, I take it back about the whole uh, lie thing. I, I don't, I don't believe you're a liar at all, Madeline. I, I don't know. I don't even know where that's from. Is that Yugoslavia? I just, I just okay. Back to the lesson. It's very hard accent to do. If anyone's seen Tommy Lee Jones in Blown Away or Sean Bean in Patriot Games, you know, they had access to Hollywood class accent coaches and they still couldn't do it. And you've just got me, so... Yes, Tommy Lee Jones in Blown Away is uh, totally baffling because all the way through you're trying to work out what, where he's from and is the accent something to do with the reason why he's so angry? <sighs> Yeah, he mixes up um, Southern Irish and actually a lot of Scottish, which is what makes it confusing. He does lots of raid, Robbie, you know, <laughs> and then he hits T's really hard. Uh, I like taught and, you know, which is very Southern Irish to hit the T's hard. Yeah. So in Northern Irish, there's no rhotic R at the beginning of a word and you lay back off the T's. Um the Republic of Ireland, when the country was divided, they got all the T's. That's why they say taught and I think. And they didn't get their share up in the north. So lay off T's and that's a good start. Okay, so so you, you've you uh, given me a sheet here. We've got a sheet to work through. And we have a goal, don't we? Because at the end of this session, I'm going to attempt Liam Neeson's speech from uh, Taken. Which is, yeah. I think, one that's a fantastic, uh, fantastic moment. I was gonna, I was gonna say, a great piece of writing, a great piece of acting. But I'm gonna, I'm not even gonna go there with it. I'm just gonna say it's one of the the reasons that you know we can like Liam Neeson uh, because let's face it, that's that's you know not a lot of people are willing to say that in public anymore, are they? Uh, given his. <laughs> Uh, revelation. I mean, let's face it. You know, it's if he asks you out for a drink now, you'd definitely say no. <laughs> I don't know. I think I still would say yes. To you know, it, well, it depends. It depends, doesn't it? I mean, you know, no one now. Everyone listening to the podcast thinks that you're you're some sort of some sort of Nazi. Okay, that's you know. I just like to say now, um, if you are Madeline Broly, don't sue uh, sue Liam Neeson. Okay. So, all right. So vowel sounds. You've said to me here that vowel sounds are a good in for an accent because that's kind of like the, the building block. So take me through it. How do I get my vowels sounding Northern Irish? Okay. So if you think of a classic phrase, how now brown cow, that's in RP, very rounded, open mouth, a very open sound. So if you say how. 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 And see how your mouth feels. And then in Northern Irish, You've got to make your mouth open less. You know, give yourself a bit of a stiff jaw, like you're going to take a good punch. Um, and it sounds more like this. Hi. How? Hi. Nye. Brown. Kai. Hi. Nye. Brown. Kai. That's hard. Excellent. <laughs> okay. It's hard, but it's the most distinctive. Hi. Hi. Nye. Brown. Brian. 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 Um, that's a hard one. Brown. Bra Brian. No. Brown. 
Raquel. Is that? You sounded better. The less you move your mouth. Right, right. Imagine you've got uh, right. security forces uh, lip reading you. Okay. You're in, North- you're in Northern <laughs> Ireland. You're in Derry. You don't want anyone to know what you're talking about. Hi, Nye, Brian Kai. Oh, no, Brian Kai. Kai. Hey, no. Oh. Hey. Oh, no. <laughs> That's so. That- so another really good right. um, okay. sentence to move on to. It's the same vowel sound, but it relates to words like flower and power. So in RP, it's flower, power. In Northern Irish, it almost becomes just one sound, okay? Just one syllable. Flower, par. Okay, so RP, received pronunciation, uh, obviously, which is Queen's English, what is taught in electrocution classes. (laughs) That would be flower power, and that needs to become flower, par. Excellent. That's brilliant. So, par shar. So an R in the par shar. An R in the par shar. That's brilliant. Well done. An Look R, how quick. An R in the par shar, Brian Co. Kai. <laughs> Brian Kai. Brian Co. Kai. 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 Is it Kai or Kai? Kai. 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 All right, fine. <laughs> the next uh, sound, again, you're going to try not to open your mouth too much, but hold your mouth in like a semi-smile, again, as if someone's trying to lip-read you, and you try and make the sound at the back of your mouth. And that sounds weird, but hopefully you'll feel it when you start saying it. So, eight great mates meet by the gate becomes eight great mates meet by the gate. Eight great mates meet by the gate. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, it, excellent. Actually, that, the smiling with eat great meats, meat by the gate. Mm. Uh, you did. You went into rotic R's there, great. So it started great. to sound. I'm sounding like Tommy Lee Jones now again. Exactly, sounds like Tommy Lee. That's what we don't okay. want. All right, fine. Okay, so so far we've had how a high nigh Brian Kai, an R in the Parshore, and eat great meats, meat by the gate. Eat great meats. Eight great mates. <laughs> Sorry, just, this is harder than it sounds. All right, okay, keep me going, keep me going, keep going, keep going. Okay, so in a word like you in Northern Irish, you, it's it's not just a single syllable. It's more like a double you, or, or at least a dip in it. You know, you, you, pursue, pursue. I will pursue you. I will pursue you. Oh, we're getting Liam now. I got it. Oh, you're getting there. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to words like want. So we can hear that really clearly. Want is want. Want. Whereas Northern Irish, the A sound becomes more like the A in bad. So I want. There's a bit more of an ah to it. Want. Excellent. I want. I want to pursue you. Very good. <laughs> I feel I feel as though uh, I'm about to get hit with a bizarre slew of uh, defamation suits and also uh, injunctions for <laughs> racial <laughs> hatred. Also, I just oh god, you know what? These days, in these days of cancel culture, doing accents, frankly, feels like 
was a, it was a creative mistake, but I'm, it's too late now. Uh, please, my Northern Irish friends uh, who are, and let's face it, you know, I don't have any. <laughs> not really. Not after Mrs. Thatcher sold them down the river for 30 pieces of silver. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I'm joking. Please, my Northern Irish friends, don't, uh, don't write in. I mean, just, uh, just, uh, but, but do uh, like the Facebook page. Um, all right. Uh, do you think I'm ready? Do you think I'm ready to try it? Do you think I'm ready to try I, it? I think everyone's ready for you to try the speech. <laughs> so God. get into follow the mode, lower all your right. voice. Okay. <clears throat> hey, he's about that sort of level, isn't he? He's dark. I mean, yeah. He's not that. He's not. I don't want to go there with it. He's deep, though. <laughs> ring, ring. Can you do the ring, ring sound so I can like grab the phone? Of course, you yeah. can just focus. Yeah, yeah. Just get in the zone. Okay. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Click. Ring. <laughs> just, oh no! I press the wrong button. <laughs> just hello. Wait, no. <laughs> Uh, who is this? Why are you calling Hyderabad? Okay, I'm, so, okay, I'm coming back. Damn it. Okay, I'll give you a different ringtone. I, I threw you with my ringtone. Okay. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for a ransom, I can tell you that I don't have money. But what I do have are a particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. That was brilliant. Yeah. Oh, that, darling. Brilliant. <laughs> And as I left Madeline, I thought to myself, you know what, this has been a revelation because, you know, just trying to learn to do something new with someone else and having a laugh uh, just has transformed my day and, and changed my mood. And I just I feel so much better than I did when I was uh, getting shot in the face earlier by my uh, lovely uh, little boy, Adam, who's uh, turning 10 this week. Happy birthday, Adam. And uh, and before you say it, yes, I'm uh, totally exploiting my children. Uh, free of charge uh, for my um, comedy podcast yes because my uh, elder son Matthew uh, uh, he he's uh, obviously uh, written the the music and contributes you know ideas and stuff <laughs> you know uh, yeah I've, I've totally exploited him rights free uh, as well so yeah uh, I, I guess I suppose that the lesson here is that um, unlike Liam Neeson I'm a, a terrible parent Although, as, as far as my attitudes uh, towards, you know, peaceful coexistence between all ethnicities is concerned, I'm clearly considerably better at that. If you enjoyed the show, thanks to Madeline Broy, you're amazing, and um, do share this with your friends. Hit the like button, smack the like button, uh, uh, or I mean, whatever. That's not. That sounds like weird code. It's not. It's that I don't want to leave on a dirty note. That's weird. Uh, instead, I'm going to play you out uh, with the bloopers uh, to the show, and uh, also uh, the legendary uh, voice actress uh, Madeline Broly is going to do her own version of Liam Neeson. But in the meantime, just uh, um, just share my podcast. Listen to my podcast, please. God, just listen to my podcast, please. Just Listen to my books, please, please. I'm sorry. Okay, fine. I'm sorry. I've said too much. <laughs> Just, I desperately need your attention. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love you. I, I love you. I'm sorry. I love you. Bye-bye.
it's getting worse every time I read it. <laughs> All right, so I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want is, is basically what I've been doing. I'm going to come in again with Liam Neeson uh, and his uh, famous line uh, from Frozen. Taken. Sorry, Taken. <laughs> I don't know why I said Frozen. All right, fine, stop that. I'm actually going to edit a few of these together now. That'll get funny. Okay, right. <laughs> Liam Neeson from Frozen. Do you, you want to build a snowman? <laughs> know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you are looking for ransom, I can tell you I have don't have money. But what I do have are a particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Let off some steam. For a special treat, check out Lockdown Lemonade Facebook page where there's a link to An Ode to Frenette by Equipto and Mike Marshall. New voice messages. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I have acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. (laughs) 